<laughs> hey there folks, I'm Isaac, and I've been standing perfectly still in a weird temple for seven years. Um, and I'm Claire. I think that's it for right now. I think I'm okay. good with that. Yeah. And, and this is... Make that game! Where we pitch the latest... The greatest... New video game ideas. That will never be made. No. But, um... Yeah, welcome back. It's been it's a been a weeks. couple weeks. Yeah, um, it's all my fault is actually why. Oh, it's been well, a, partially my fault. I don't see how it's your fault. I went to a convention. Yeah, but while you were at the convention, I was deathly ill. So yeah. it, we yeah. weren't going to have recorded it anyway. But, yeah, true. I went to a convention, forgot to pre-record some episodes. I got <laughs> COVID at said convention. <laughs> and then I couldn't talk. So, yeah. um podcasting was not going to happen yeah but now it's back it's back and we do apologize to our faithful listeners um and we hope you stick with us it's been what three weeks that they yeah. had to deal without us yeah Just... i mean we do have a pretty large back catalog so hopefully they found something yeah re-listen to your old favorites you know hopefully yeah. hopefully hopefully we won't have another hiatus for a while can i tell you a funny thing that's that's tangentially video game related yes okay um and it will lead into my game idea for today oh so okay perfect if you, if so been, you're doing the segue yourself yeah if it's been so long that you forget we do pitch video game ideas on this podcast <laughs> the um, primary thing that's the primary thing we each come up with an idea and tell each other about it and that's what we're going to do but first so i started reading Akatar, or for those of you who don't know a court of thorn and roses oh okay i was like what <laughs> yeah i mean the I, romance fairy books i honestly can't remember the title i think that's right because i bought it on kindle and so i don't see the cover ever and i just mm. like started reading it well it's I the probably, sarah j moss books right i don't know oh you I don't even on, know i think yes i'm pretty sure I, I, you if you've been to a bookstore you'll recognize him listener oh yeah and i probably would too but i just mean like i haven't looked at the cover because i've just i bought yeah it on kindle and i bought it when i had a fever so um you know Things get forgotten. But one thing that it's doing that so many, I would say middle grade and young adult, especially novels, but not even just that. So many novels do is they decide that their main character has a hobby, a thing they love, and then everything is about that thing. Mm. Like they just, they're like, this character's thing is photography. And then every section is like, I wonder if I could photograph it. I don't know. Photography, <laughs> my camera, my, ca I felt my camera in my bag, but right. Like you've read a book like this. This is, this is what Winx Club was missing or Winx or whatever. Correct. Yes, they correct. say that she's into antiquing and she never antiques. That's a completely random tangent, but yes, correct. <laughs> um, and so in this book, the thing is painting and it is like so infuriating. It's like you can be. A so I was thinking about this as I was reading it. And I'm like, oh, like literally every page she's like every time she sees something new or meets someone new. She's like, I wouldn't dare to paint him. It would be too difficult to get the expression right. Or like I was planning out exactly how I'd paint the colors and the light and this. Like it's, it's just it's infuriating. And I'm like, I have lots of hobbies and I don't walk around doing that. I don't like, and I was thinking about all the hobbies I have and I'm like, I don't like go around like, like, how do I make bedtime into a video game? And then I'm like, that's actually, no, yeah, that's, that's actually, that's, that's what we do. Yeah. I could never program such a face on an NPC. <laughs> um, but that's actually what we do. And that was the inspiration for my game today, which is called my wonderful YA novel. Oh, I love this title. Um, and so this is targeted at like middle schoolers who want to be authors when they grow up. Okay. 
Um, it is more of like a click through kind of story based game. But the idea is that you are your score, like you're making it through the game. is actually based on how well you can adhere to typical tropes and genres. Oh, okay. So like you're given, it's almost like a choose your own adventure kind of like yeah, story. But it is grading you. On but your it's grading choices. you on your choices. And so like, it's like, how aware are you of all mm. these tropes that are around? And like, so, I mean, instead of, so I guess instead of rewarding someone for creating like an original story. It's rewarding <laughs> you for sticking to the script. Yeah. Um, but I think as a young, like targeting younger people, it's kind of nice because I think being able to recognize tropes and use them effectively is actually a really good skill to have yeah. as a writer. And I'm not, I'm not even saying like tropes are a bad thing. You know, it's something that people can recognize and, and get excited about and like gravitate towards. I do think, I do think that that just like giving someone like one hobby and then they think about it literally constantly. is kind of frustrating, but that is no, that's, I mean, you say that that's not how you do it, and then we joked about like that's how make I, that yeah, game. It is how I do. But it, yeah. like, my life does revolve around Warhams and okay, thinking but, about Warhams. But like, when you met me, were you like, "Wow, I can't"? Like, I wonder if she'll ever play Warhammer. I wonder the strategy in her brain. Like, which miniature best represents right, yeah, her? Which like, which one should I buy and paint? No, were those thoughts? Be, no. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Like, fine. <laughs> my game. Yeah, I I picture it kind of like looking like Carmen Sandiego, you know, where you have like characters who like pop in. What? I'm trying to visualize. I, I've never played oh. Carmen Sandiego, so. It's just like a point and click adventure. You know, okay. you have like characters who like talk and. I'm I'm picturing like a visual novel. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. 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 Okay. All right. So characters appear on like the sides of the screen. Yeah. And text boxes. And the, okay. And you can pick like, I think the fun part too would be like, you can pick characters and maybe that can help with the trope too it's like you didn't pick a, a girl who, who who's beautiful because she doesn't know she's beautiful mm. so that's yep. a, that's a score score breaker oh you have a mundane hair color mm. sorry you've got to be blonde or redhead yeah. i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> no brunettes allowed here sorry no. mm. unless unless you have beautiful brunette hair but you think it's ugly mm. then it's yes. okay Okay, so I like a uh, character creation that you are actively getting scored on. Mm -hmm. I, I like this idea. Um, if you deviate too much from it at the end of the game, does like the author pop up? Like, 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 like. <laughs> well, you're the author because it's called My Wonderful Way Novel. Ooh, okay. I was hope because uh, I was thinking like if if you screw everything, the up, publisher. Oh, maybe the publisher or the editor is yeah. like what. You you didn't hit any of the tropes. All of this is too original. No one's gonna understand. Maybe it. that can be like, and we'll get into this later when we do uh, another section. But in um, unpacking, there's a dark star category where basically you Ooh. do everything wrong. Maybe that can be part of this. Is like if you do like literally everything wrong, there's like an unlockable like thing. Just a little cutscene. Yeah. Just, just a little funny little cutscene. A little comedy. Yeah. So anyway, so that's pretty much it. It's just like like how closely can you follow the tropes? Like if they go to an inn. Is there one bed or are there two beds? Come on, come mm. on. There's there's one bed. There's always just one. There's bed. right, right. That's there's only, but there was just but one there was bed. Just one bed. And they're mortal enemies. And they're mortal enemies. <laughs> Maybe you can pick your like. No. Your, yeah, go ahead. It, is the just one bed thing? That's fanfic. That's not. No. Like, th that actually happens in like real. Oh. That's one of the best romance tropes, and it's not even. I would say romance and rom com. Like it's in it's in TV and movies as well. Oh. It is like the most classic 
enemies to lovers trope mm, that has ever okay. ex- that has ever troped. You get you get there's just one bad. There's mm. just one bad. What a shame. I was watching um The Summer I Turned Pretty, which is an Amazon Prime show, and and they they even did it. Wow. Okay. Somehow <laughs> I've missed it. Somehow I've missed it. I thought that it was just like a thing in fanfic. No, I mean it is, but it's all it's everywhere. Mm. Okay. Well, hey, the more you learn. Well, anyway, Isaac, do you have a game for me? Yes. And as always, I don't have a name for it. My my elevator pitch. So the doors are closing. You're a game design or you're a game executive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, doors are closing. I'm running down the hallway panting, and then just before. The door closes. The only two words you hear are reverse fishing. And then the door's shut. And then you go up to the 10th floor. Have we done this before? Uh, maybe. Okay. Actually, but so... Go ahead. Just continue. Continue. So the idea of this game is that you are on a raft or a boat. So this is going to be like an arcade There's, There's no like... Mm-hmm survival aspect like you're not because there's a bunch of games where like you're on a raft or a boat and like you have to land on islands and get new supplies and like fish and like survive on the raft and get a bigger raft etc etc this is just going to be like there are levels that you have to accomplish and the the conflict here is you are in an area that is swarming with dangerous fish and they jump out of the water and then you've got to get them back in the water okay <laughs> okay so that they don't eat you so like you know when you first start it's like smaller like piranha style fish that mm-hmm. you just kind of whack out of the air okay with a paddle as one does but then as you get later on in the levels uh more and more intense fish appear that uh have special tricks to defeat like maybe it's like a shark that you specifically have to hit the nose of okay um etc and you get you get different powers um and one thing that i really want in this game is the ability to attach rockets to fish as they jump okay at you very and then the tears of the kingdom of you blast them back down into the depths and then Got they it. just disappear that's that's where the initial game idea okay. came from i had this image in my head not not an image because i can't think of images but i had this <laughs> this idea in my head of attaching rockets to fish to send them underwater Instead of pulling them out of the water, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you put them back into the depths from whence they came, okay. where they belong. Um, so yeah, very simple game idea. I don't actually know how expandable this is. Like, I know, I know my 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 trope on this show is that I usually come up with an idea where it's like very simple concept, and then oh, but you can add this small modulation mm-hmm, to the mm-hmm. gameplay and expand the loop that way, and mm-hmm. like get more and more entertaining but this feels like a game that's probably like an hour long and uh well i think arcade is the right genre for it you know like you put in quarters you see how long you can last fair uh yeah that 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 might be how it is it's it's more it's less of like here's different levels than it is like just yeah see how long that you can last um and then you get your thing on a high score and it's it's like a yeah competitive thing it's a fun quirky little game yeah um and i don't have an expansive idea of suites of powers or anything (laughs) like literally just you start with a paddle um and you beat them down and maybe you get like dynamite fishing is like a thing so you toss little sticks of dynamite down and blow them up before they even jump 
to the surface. Well, I didn't think the point was to kill the fish, though. That's not reverse fishing. That's fishing. That's you know what? That's true. Put it, you have to be putting Maybe them the dynamite, back. The dynamite doesn't kill the fish. Um, it's just if it explodes above them, it scares them back <laughs> okay, down to the go. depths. Yeah. So like. The view is, so it's a 2D game, side view, kind of like a classic Mario game, only you are a lone person on a raft. And as as time goes on, maybe your raft like upgrades and it can get like auto paddles that like smack fish down for you at certain points, or maybe it gets bigger. So you have to defend more area because like a fish can get on the raft and start damaging sections of it and it falls apart. And yeah. I guess there, I guess there is expansion and like <laughs> modularity to the gameplay where 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 you can make it more interesting for longer. But I do think that there is, there is definitely like a a limit to the gameplay loop of this specific idea. Yeah, but like, that's okay because that's yeah. that's a genre too. So yeah, it knows what it is, and if it's geared around like, oh, we know that no one is gonna play like like one run of this game is gonna cap out at like thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. Filling 30 minutes of content, probably pretty easy, you know? And mm-hmm. then and then the idea is just that they keep replaying and replaying until they get, you know, yeah. as best as they can <laughs> or they get bored with the game. And that's fine. Yeah. Some games are just like that. That's true. Yeah, I like it. I will say like reverse fishing, my initial thoughts when you said the title. So I was trying to like imagine what this could be. And, and one of them was I thought like you play as the fish and you like eat the humans. You try to yank the humans down. Yeah. Yeah. That's but, yes. But I like I like where you went with it. I think it's good. I think it's funny. And uh, yeah, sounds like a fun, cute little arcade game. Yeah, thank you. Cool. Yeah. Um. So that's my game idea. You shared your game idea. I did, I did. We talked about hobbies. We talked about fan <laughs> fiction. Um. I guess that's the end of the podcast. No, there's two more <laughs> segments, Isaac. Oh, it's been so long. I, I forgot how this works. No, um, I I hear on the grapevine, mm, yeah, um, mm, that there is a honky bonky. Yeah. Um. So what he means is a honk and bonk <laughs> section, uh, which it's okay if anyone forgot because we don't do these very often. They're they're a rare thing. They used to be very common. Right. But then we couldn't play that many video games in one no, week. It's so. very difficult. Anyway, so what a honk and bonk is is we're going to give a game design focused review of a game. I guess not really a review, but game designed rundown. Yeah. Um, the honks are the good parts we liked, and the bonks are the parts we think maybe could use some improvement. Yeah. Um, and I will be honking and bonking the game unpacking by it's developed by Witchbeam and published by humble bundle oh intro okay nice mm. anyway uh this game has been around for well let's see when it came out i know it's been it's been a around. year or two? Oh, i think longer than oh that. really all time blends together for me now that's yeah, fair i remember seeing like the initial like gifs of it on 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 twitter yeah. Back when that was a website, hey eh, folks? Hmm. <laughs> no, it is it is recent. Twenty twenty one. Oh. There we go, folks. I didn't come to PlayStation until twenty twenty two. Wow, <laughs> that is surprising. Okay, well anyway. Um basically unpacking is a game where you go through uh unpacking boxes um in different rooms in different stages of life. I don't know if I described it very well. But, but no, that that seems pretty... From what I've seen, that seems pretty apt. And one of the reasons I wanted to play it is because it's, it's a game that I keep coming up with the idea for in this podcast. Like, I'm like, <laughs> what if you had to, like, arrange... Cause, because we've moved a lot in the past two years, and so, like, I just think about that, and I'm like, that is already a game. It's already a game. And maybe I should play it if I keep trying to make it myself. <laughs> so the style, it's kind of like pixel art style. 
Um, Isometric view. Yeah. Um, so that's that's the game. So yeah, so I guess we'll jump into honks. I didn't write them down, so I'm flying by the seat of my pants, but that's okay. Ooh, we're in dangerous territory, It's folks. okay. I'm going to do my best. Always take notes. My first honk is the um, the way that objects respond to where they go. So this is a very designy thing to say. But Yeah, okay. This isn't... Uh, please expand on this. <laughs> so basically, like, objects will change their state depending on where you put them. So... I think a shirt is probably the best example of this. When you take mm-hmm. it out of the box, it's just a shirt. But if you put it on like a, a flat surface, like the floor, the bed, a shelf, it'll be folded. But if you you can also hang it on a hook, and it will be a shirt hanging. Okay. And you can stack them, and you can move the stacks based on clicking on the lowest like item you want to move. So like I could pick up all the shirts if I stacked them, move them at once. I could pick them up from the middle. I could pick them up one at a time. Um, books do the same thing where, like, depending on where you put them, they'll stand upright or lay down. Yeah. Like, objects kind of have this, oh, like... This entire time, I've been trying to figure out where the bonk was, and I'm just realizing that this is a honk. You like this. I, I was like, like this. this all sounds so good. Why no, would you... No, I, yeah, okay, no, this sorry. is a honk. I started with the honks. <laughs> you, that's why it's called honks and bonks. Okay. Sorry. Yes. yes. No, all of this sounds good. <laughs> yeah. I was just so distracted trying to think, like... How's this? What's what's bad? (laughs) Yeah, I so I like that a lot. Um, It's like it's pretty intuitive, and it like feels very nice to do it. Um, Speaking of intuitive and feel nice, this might be like a a tangential honk, but um, the sound design I think is really nice. Mm, So mm -hmm. the sounds of like putting things away vary based on like the surface you're putting them on, the type of item. There's these. um, I think they're either wine bottles or like fancy olive oil bottles. I'm not quite sure. when you put them on a counter, it makes like the most satisfying thunk sound like that Ooh. I've ever you know seen so or heard I guess. Um, so like it's just very satisfying to put things away. I guess that's the full honk. It's like, which as a game for putting things away, it's kind of got to do that. You've, you've <laughs> got to really hone that. You've got to spend a lot of time like developing that, testing it, because if you get that wrong, your game's a dud immediately. Right. So it's it's awesome that they they nailed it. I guess my next honk is also, I mean, I don't know if it's, again, like under the same category, but um, I guess that objects behave as objects. And and the way I'll say that is, you know, if you put, if you're unpacking stuff in a room and you put something in front of a cabinet door and then you have to open that cabinet, you can't. Oh. Because something's blocking it. That's, oh. And so it creates the same dilemma you have when you're truly unpacking your own stuff because you have so many boxes and you're trying to take everything out of the boxes, but there's just nowhere to put them yet because you haven't even unpacked the things to put them on. And so it's just like this kind of, when you originally are unpacking the boxes, it's a little chaotic. And then and then as you finish moving the boxes away, you can start like putting things where they actually go. And it's just like super accurate to real life, <laughs> um, which I thought was kind of fun. They even put like random things in boxes that like they'll put like toilet paper in the kitchen box. And it's like, oh, no, this is supposed to go to the bathroom and you have to like move it. So it's like very (laughs) accurate to real life packing, I think, or like unpacking, um, which I think is fun. And then my final honk will just be that I think they did a good job with like a subtle storytelling. So environmental storytelling. Yeah. So basically, I think there's seven levels or eight levels. Um, each level is like a couple years ahead of the next, depending on they, they, it's not consistently jumping. Um, but you start in like a childhood bedroom that you're unpacking. It's like your first solo room. And then you end in like your first house and like through the objects you're unpacking kind of like, there's nothing in the, in the, there's nothing in the game that's telling you like, 
it doesn't like label it like mm. boyfriend's apartment or anything or like college um you just have to kind of build it through context clues oh um i remember you telling me an anecdote and i don't know if you were planning on talking about this um so stop me if i'm if i'm doing something you were already planning on saying but like isn't it the case when you're moving into a place with a roommate you can't touch things that are existing like you have to organize your stuff around their stuff but when you're moving in with like a partner you can put their stuff wherever you want yeah and that's a that's a subtle little way of like describing like the relationship between people the your character the unpacker and the 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 other people involved in the story Definitely. I know that's real too. Boom. That's my honk. I haven't even played the game. (laughs) Yeah. It was kind of cathartic. So I was so mad when, when the main character moved in with her boyfriend, I was so (laughs) mad. I was like, ew, gross. And, uh, just cause, just cause the the apartment seemed very like classic man, I guess. And I was just like, ugh, there's no room for my stuff. (laughs) (laughs) But you can move stuff. Right. Well, that's it was room. what I was saying. It was very cathartic to like put all his oh. stuff in drawers to be like, give me space. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so so that was fun. So I liked that. All right. Now to the bonks. <gasps> There's bonks? There are bonks. So my first bonk. There's always bonks. So kind of a rare bonk for us, but I think it's too expensive <laughs> oh. for what it is. Okay. Um, now, I'm sure you can get this on super sales. And I actually, I will say I didn't know that it was so recent so it kind of does like reframe it or like it's more of a newer game but oh you were thinking it was a couple years old it right. should be like a, a little, little cheaper pile. but yeah. it was about $20 on Steam um, mm-hmm. and I will recommend like I tried to look this up beforehand and no one really had concrete advice but I played it on PC I think that's probably the best way just because it's really clicky yeah um, so I can imagine it being kind of frustrating to play with a controller honestly but a lot of people play it on Switch because it's very cozy and you can like snuggle up with your little Switch in, in bed and play so yeah, um. <laughs> uh, since it, it it's not timed in any way, no. right? So like you're not like frantically trying to get like precise, right? Unless you're a speedrunner. Movement, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just I would just say like we talked a lot in the past couple episodes about platforms and like the gameplay experience. Mm-hmm. So uh, in the review, I will say like I I think PC is probably the best way to play. Okay. But you know, to each their own. So it's twenty dollars, and I thought I hadn't really looked too much into the game, and I kind of thought that this would be a longer form game. Like, that there would be a lot of rooms to unpack, that it would take me, like, a longer time to complete. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I was going through, I realized how fast I was going through it. And I looked it up, and it was it said, like, four to six hour gameplay. Mm. And I was like, uh And it doesn't super have, like, replayability? No. So, like, I mean, replayability in the sense that, I guess, I'm, I'm not sure. I, I think I saw somewhere online that, like, depending on what you display can affect, like outcomes so like if i put like my soccer ball front and center then maybe i would do more sports and then but i put all the drawing stuff front and center so i have a lot more drawing stuff in the in the future so okay but i'm not sure i don't know if that's real i didn't look into that someone like mentioned it like in a tiktok like a year ago (laughs) i have like no idea Hmm. um so there, there's possibility. You can also always replay it and like put things in different places but i mean the, the the rooms stay the same like the unpacking like the the houses, like the progression will stay the same every time. Yeah. So at the end of the day, it's just like you're playing the same eight levels and right. kind of just tinkering. And you can do them differently, but yeah. it's like going to be the same. So the replayability, I would say, is less so than a lot of other games. And like, I'm not a big replayer of games anyway. And I, I think I went through it faster. Like last I checked, I think I've only played like two and a half hours and I'm on the last level. You speed ran it. By accident, I guess. Oh, wow. Yeah. So like to me, like that wasn't 
twenty dollars of game. Mm. Um, I mean, for for comparison, I got Sticky Business for ten dollars, and Sticky Business just had an update, so now I can even design more stickers. Like it's like, oh, you can always go back to that game. (laughs) Yeah, interesting. I don't know. So yeah, I wonder. I wonder if they had like a large staff and because you know Sticky Business. No, Uh um, unpacking. Oh, yeah. There is a consideration, like, how much content the game is and, like, oh, we have to pay people. Like, we have to pay bills or we expect to sell this many units. Because if it's, like, a hyper niche game, Mm -hmm. even if it's, like, shorter content-wise, like, if they only expect to sell, you know... 1000 units right if it's so niche that they 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 don't expect to sell well they need to recoup costs somehow like at the end of the day it is a business but yeah um it's it's really gonna be up to the person looking at it and like well yeah is this worth 20 i obviously thought it was but then i was like disappointed in how short it took yeah that was the only thing um i guess also in comparison to games that i've spent like similar or close to prices on that last like a long time yeah um i think undertale was like 15 dollars and there's like an eight to ten hour experience if i remember right and but that's like also an rpg where people are expecting like longer yeah i mean longer gameplay and i'm not i'm not saying they're bad people for like putting at 20 oh, bucks no, it no, was no, just no. kind to be of clear <laughs> yeah so i guess maybe the maybe the bonk is less the price and more just like there's not a lot of game there yeah and like that the price kind of made me think there would be (laughs) yes yeah yeah that's that's valid like there are certain expectations about prices and like the consumer side is way different than the producer side and as a consumer like oh it's a 20 dollar game it'll entertain me for you know i would say like 10-ish hours maybe 10-ish hours um oh i've played it for two and a half okay all right (laughs) um yeah um, but also, I'm thinking maybe the, a lot of the people who are drawn to this game were more particular than me, especially because I played it so fast. Like maybe, maybe. they were putting things away more carefully, and I was just a little more. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But um, anyway, moving on. I mean, that's probably the biggest bonk I think because the game itself, I think it's designed well. But there is a sound design bonk, and this might be—I don't even know if it's a bug. I don't like it's. Um, sometimes the music just stops. Oh, for like a stretch and then it will start again. And I feel like that's weird, especially because I like the music mm. and I'm used to Sims. I think the music, it's yeah. not that similar to Sims, but it's, it's, it's used in a similar way where like you're designing a room and there's like a background track while you do yeah. it, you know? Um, and Sims never, music never stops. Basically it feels like one track will end. And instead of just going right to the next track, there's like a minute of silence okay like loading time or something yeah that that sounds unintended and i'm not sure yeah maybe it's my computer like i don't know but that that's that's not really a bonk but it also is kind of odd and it it always throws me off yeah um but yeah i mean overall i do think it's a good game i just think it's too short i feel like the, the biggest bonk for me is just like it's it doesn't it's too short for me personally i don't see it as very replayable i think some people would love to replay it there's one more bonk so when you finish a level, you take a picture of like the room mm-hmm. and then it goes into a scrapbook and they'll write something under it. That's like a little kind of like a, I don't know. It's just like a little flavor text. So like, for example, yeah. the boyfriend, when you're done with that, it says like, I can't believe we're living together. Okay. You know, like, so it's like very short, 
but but it seems like whatever room you end on that's the picture that goes in there and i kind of wonder if that affects what's said oh you like do you think if you end on the bathroom it might have a different phrase i don't know but it's like I guess I would like to be able to have a picture of each room in each level I design in the oh, scrapbook. Oh, okay. That's a and little baby thing to in, Instead put. of, oh, the memory of this forever is going to be the toilet. Yeah, exactly. I, like, I guess you can plan it out. Like when you're ready to end the level, you can go to your favorite room. But I don't know. I feel like it's fun to have every room in the scrapbook. Yeah. I think that'd be nice. Does um, a level automatically end when you place the last piece, or do you have to no, like, press a button? No, you press a button. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So you can you can you can do rooms. that if you wanted okay. to. Yep. But like, whose first instinct when they complete a level is to oh hold on let me let me go <laughs> right. to the bedroom right and the thing is like you're not going to do that well the first time you design it's only one room anyway because you're just designing like your childhood yeah. bedroom but like so you're not going to even realize it's doing that until like two or three levels in right like like <laughs> so you can't really plan ahead that well yeah. Um, so yeah, but I, but you know, overall, those are really the only two boxes, like little more picky things I think that I could say yeah. about it. But overall, I think it's a it was a really cool game, really well designed, a super subtle story, um, very cozy vibes. Like if that's the vibe you're going for, this game is it for sure. Um, but yeah, I do think it's a little short, and that's okay. that's my that's my that's my take. All right, so that was the honks and bonks of. I almost said sticky business, but this is unpacking. And yeah, we already did sticky now business. Now we're going to move on to the ultimate section of our show. And I mean that in more than one way. The ramp, ra- rapid fire round. Ah, there we go. I remember what it was. Can you tell me what other ways it is? So ultimate as in the, the best that everyone loves the most. And ultimate also like, you know how penultimate is like. The one before the end. Yeah, ultimate as in the end. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I've set the clock for five minutes. And let me explain what happens then. I was going to, I was doing that in like a a different way. But yeah, go ahead. (laughs) That now we can just do the full. I can't, I can't, I only know the spiel. I've memorized it at this point. (laughs) All right. I'm going to let her do the spiel. It's It's time for the rapid fire round where we generate three (laughs) random words. We have to come up with a game idea for. based on those three random words in only five minutes and we need to come up with a name for that game as well isaac are you ready with the timer i am ready with a timer are you ready with the generator i'm ready all right i'm gonna start in three two one started this is really good okay knife oh okay nervous oh parachute so um, my can I tell you my like yes, original? Yeah, yeah. Let's let's go. Imagining with it. is like you're skydiving and you pull your parachute, but you all have knives and you're trying to rip each other's parachutes with the knife. Competitive, cutthroat, fight to the death parachuting. Yeah, yeah. No, there's the full idea, but now we've got to have a really good name for this. Okay, wait. That's it. We're just well, yeah, the. I mean, the gameplay well, mechanic talk- is you're falling down okay, and you're like, trying to cut the other person is it multiplayer is it yes. online okay yeah yeah okay. yeah hot seat multiplayer hot no, seat. not hot seat multiplayer but um local multiplayer so it's like one screen okay everyone yeah. can sit in one so it's room. like a party game yeah 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 party game and you're just, and you're trying just to... controlling your your guy and you're stabbing and okay yeah yep and you you have to so the second thing you have to cut as many opponents as you can, but you also have to land safely mm, yourself. Right, because if your parachute gets all, all trashed. Yeah, um, 
So yeah, and then depending on how trashed your parachute is, like you might still be able to land safely if you have enough time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, so I think we've got the basic idea. We yeah, just need to come good. up with a really good name. Okay. This is this is the kind of thing that'll live or die on the name. Yeah. Um Para Slasher. Uh you know, I kind of para slashers because it's a party game. Like mm-hmm. let's get the multiplayer right in the title. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think I can. I think we don't I can, have to. We don't have to stick with that. We have plenty of time, right? We we have over three minutes. Yeah. But like, I do like it. You like well, Parasite? all right. Um, Geronifo. Geron. No, that's not it. Geronifo. Okay. Nope. No. Um, skydivers. Skydivers is pretty good. I'm <laughs> I'm liking skydive. Yeah. Uh. So um, if you're not picturing the exact same spelling as we are, S <laughs> K Y, mm-hmm. and then capital D I E D I E, and then V E R. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, skydivers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like paraslashers still makes a little more sense because, like, you're ac- like you are going to be yes. slashing the parachutes. It's like very, yeah. it's very accurate. Um, let's see. We could just call it Skyfall. Skyfall. Um, wasn't Skyfall a game that I came up with? No, Skyfall's a a James Bond movie. Oh, okay. Well, pff, fine. All right, you win this round. Are we just gonna go with paraslashers? No, uh, uh, so it's between Skydivers and Paraslashers. I like Paraslashers better than Skydivers. You like Paraslashers. All right, then Paraslashers it well, cause is. Well, people don't necessarily die. I feel like it's like the slashing is more of the game mechanic. Okay, all right. So with one minute and 45 seconds left on the clock, Paraslashers, the uh, party multiplayer game where you're Skydivers trying to cut the parachute of all of your friends... <laughs> I think I could see people being like, let's play Paraslashers, right? Like okay. At, a, at like a frat party? Yeah, yeah. Come on. Are you ready with the generator for the next three words? Yes. Then I'm starting the timer in A, B, C, go. Lie, L-I-E, which could be lie down or lie. Okay. Um, Bald. Okay. And rugby. <laughs> Folks, <laughs> it's a toughie. The sports ones are always ridiculous because I feel like we always come up with a sport management game, <laughs> yeah, rather <laughs> than a sport game. Yeah, that is actually true. When we got like basketball, we're like, okay, so you're managing a basketball yeah. team. It's not like, okay, so you're playing basketball. The lie part Ooh, to me. Wait, I have it. Okay. It it is a rugby game. It's a rugby. Scene. Yeah. But your character has a toupee. Okay. And you're lying to everyone because you're bald, actually. Okay, so you're playing one specific <laughs> character on a rugby team. So you have to play rugby, but you can't lose your toupee and reveal the lie that okay. you are actually bald. So it is... it. Okay, all right. It's a third person. <laughs> um, uh, it, 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 it is, by all means, an actual rugby yeah, game. Yeah, But you instead of like fast. swapping to like the active player... Mm-hmm. You are specifically one guy with the added um, uh, mechanic of 
your toupee can fall off. Yeah. Okay. All right, <laughs> folks. This is you have to be the ultimate sports about, game. About like tackles and stuff, because if someone grabs your hair, then are it just... there tackles in rugby? Oh yeah, they like pile on top of each other. I uh, I've never seen it's rugby. It's a very rough game. I just assumed that because it wasn't like American football that it was like tags or something. No, they know. like they like literally pile them their bodies on top of like the ball. Okay. Nice. Wow. And they like run at you like I'm trying to do the thing where you you know like you like like get down like a bull and you like shoulder chunk someone. Like that's in rugby. Okay. Well, folks, the everything more you I learn, know about rugby is from the the show Heartstoppers, just so you know. Everything <laughs> I know about rugby is from the one scene it's in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure mm-hmm. Part 1. Okay, anyway, we need to name um, this game. Yeah, we need to name this game. What's uh two two what? I don't know enough about know, rugby enough to either. like make a pun about to pays. I'm just okay. You you think about stuff. I'm just gonna see if I can Google like rugby terms. Okay. Um. Because are are there touchdowns? No. Could it be to pay down? To to not touchdowns. Two. Um. Uh. All right, listeners, call in off right sides. now. Off. Off. Bald bald sides. Off bald. Nope, not working. Um. Wait. Rugby is played with a ball, right? I yes. Is there some term with ball? Uh, okay, hold on. Oh, I found one. Okay, barbarians, binding, lead soul, cut, blind side, box kick. Bald side. down. Ball down. What's the name of the ball? I don't know. Do they just call it the ball? Folks, we're struggling out here. Rugby, does it have a name? What is the ball in rugby? It's called the Quanco. Oh, that's okay. I'm not seeing that. Hey, well, you know, we're all learning things today. Rugby. (laughs) How much time do we have? We have a minute and 20 seconds left. Bald blitz. Okay. Toupee blitz. I like bald blitz. Ball. Ooh, ball back. Bald back. Hmm. I like bald. I like bald blitz. All right, bald blitz. It is with one minute and five seconds left on the clock. The rugby game where you <laughs> have to not lose your head, hair, head of hair. Your head of hair. We could put that on as this tagline. Don't lose your head. Parentheses of hair. Yeah, there we go. That's some '90s style video game <laughs> advertisement. Gotta All right. Love it. I have a timer. I have words. All right, starting now. Okay, it did bald again, so I'm going to try again. Okay, re- recycle, recycle. Okay. Core, steam, form. Core, steam, form. Core, steam, form. Steam, form, core. Core, steam, form. It sounds like maybe like a factory game. Like there's steam engines and there's a core you have to keep cool or like maintain and you're trying to form things. Okay, all right. All right. Um, can we make this gameplay tangrams? Tanagrams? Tangrams. It's tangrams? Tangrams. All right. Let's describe what that is. So they are, um, I remember them from being a youth. Yep. Um, they are various shapes of like, and sizes of like triangles and squares. Yep. And I guess polygons? They're yeah, they're basically just like flat plastic polygons that you can arrange in different ways. Yeah, and um, like you would be given an outline mm-hmm. of a larger shape and then you just figure out how to fill it in with the shapes that you're granted. Um, 
one of the cool things about doing this as a video game is we technically have infinite shapes to work That's with. True. We don't have to keep it down simple as like a sellable set. We we could have yeah infinite because it's a computer. Yeah, in fact, we could even like randomly generate them mm-hmm. on the spot as long as we have some way of knowing that like the ultimate puzzle is solvable with the shapes that are generated. So that's an interesting thing that we can do with this. Um, so the tangrams or well, I'm, I'm polygons, the shapes, we'll call them the pieces. Um, yeah, the goal is just to fill in precisely okay. the, the forms that you're given. Yep. Um, and that is. So, yeah, I'm getting I'm getting form. I'm yeah. Still looking yeah. for steam and core. Um. And what you're making the forms of are, we are in a steampunk Victorian world. So these are all steam-powered machines that you're creating. Okay. Um, You are a mad steampunk scientist and you're selling these. Maybe the cores can be like what they run on and you get, you have to like, like there's some kind of like, like, what's like resource management of the cores to be able to like make as many as you want. Like you can run out of cores if you're not selling enough or something like that. Hmm. Okay. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to get core into it. Yeah. I was just kind of thinking that it could be like part of like the, the, the fluff, the lore, I, if you will. It's not though, is it? Um, and then, okay, no. Well, if it's a steampunk like device, if like you are given the form of a train and then you fill it in with the shapes that you're given. But I think then... I think it's fun to like fill in the shapes and then you have to add the core Wait, and then it works. What if the core is like a set thing inside of the form oh, that like you, you have, have to, to build, build around, around, which makes it more difficult. And maybe even the shapes. Maybe we add another layer of difficulty on this, where each of like the the shapes, the tangrams, have pipes or something. And then you have to make uh, sure that the steam gets from the core to, to, yeah. to certain sections. No, I like that. That adds like a, a whole level of difficulty and yeah. can pretty much be like infinitely difficult puzzle game. Exactly. Especially if you include random generation in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's a pretty solid idea. Right. Now there we, we go. Now we have to name it. <sighs> All right, Our best part. Steampunk. Steampunk factory, machine steam. Machine steam? Machine steam. Did I hear machine steam? <laughs> I did say that's those pleasing words. to the ear. You like machine steam? Yeah, I but I guess I guess that doesn't really get into the whole tangrams. Right. Because this is really what it is is a puzzle game. It's like a tangram like. <laughs> yeah. So And like so it combines the it combines tangrams with like the pipe game. I don't mm-hmm. know if you're familiar with what I'm talking about. I think so. Um, I don't know what the formal name of no. that is. We have 40 seconds oh, left. Oh, gosh. We might have to just go with Machine Steam. Machine Steam Shape Racer. Shape Roller. Machine Steam Shape shape Forms. Forms. Machines. Machine Forms. <laughs> shapes Team. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. We're going to go with Machine Steam um, with 25 seconds okay. left on the clock. Yeah. 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 I, really, I was trying to find out what that Pipes game was named to yeah. see if, if I could combine... Anything. Right. That with like Graham, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, it could have been called Steamgrams, Steamgrams, Steamgrams. I and wonder where Tangrams comes. That from. sounds like like you could be Professor Steamgram, okay, the steampunk scientist. Yeah, it's too late though. Yeah, I so I, I was trying to dodge like talking specifically about Tangrams because that feels copyrighted. Copyrighted. Yeah, it feels like you 
you can't just oh tangram is so specific it's a dissection puzzle consisting of seven flat polygons called tans okay yeah this is yeah. not so it, wow. yeah no all right well then i think machine steam is, is good yeah. enough as machine steam the shape form puzzle game steampunk there we go boom all right um that's our podcast. Yeah, we did three rounds. We did three. We made it through. We made it through. It's our podcast. If you want to, give us a Email review. Us. Oh, I'll let you do the whole speech. I'm sorry. <laughs> you want to give us a review on iTunes? We would greatly appreciate it. Even if you don't listen on iTunes, that's kind of like the best place to give a review. Um, so if you do have an Apple product, that like iPhone or an or Mac or an iPad, then you can definitely give us a review on iTunes and we would so love We'd so love it. It helps the algorithm, which is what rules our lives. Yeah. Uh, you can also email us, like Isaac said. You can email us at makethatgamepodcast at gmail.com. You can send us in your own game ideas that we will read on air. You can send us in words that you want us to, to use to make games like we just did in our rapid fire round or games that you think we should just try to play and maybe we'll honk and bonk someday, right? Uh, we love to hear from you. You can also find us on social media. We're on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at Make That Game Pod. And you can find us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash make that game. Oh, and we're gonna do we're gonna do an Angry Birds stream. Did we pick a date for that? We did not pick a date for the Angry Birds stream. I don't think. Did I thought we, we did, did we? and then never wrote it down. What do we want? Can we pick it now and then say it on the podcast? If you if you wanna if you wanna if you want to. I mean next Saturday we're totally open. Oh, okay. Hey, if you want to say next Saturday, we're going to stream Angry Birds. That Then it would be up to me to figure out how to do Angry Birds. I think we can do it. Tenet- yeah. Folks, tentatively? I'll say tentatively. The All 16th? Right. Okay. We will stream Angry Birds, but we'll be posting about it. And if you follow us on Twitch, you'll get a stream notification. Yes. So Follow us on Twitch now. Um, that should be fun. All right. Well, that's it. If you heard a game today that you think needs to exist in this big wide world, we encourage you to get out there and make... make that game. game.